reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand his son a stone when he asks for a loaf of bread, or a snake when he asks for a fish? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Do to others whatever you would have them do to you. This is the law and the prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. Today in our readings we really see this call to ask, to pray, to, to intercede, to ask the Lord to help us. And we see that in our first reading where Esther is making a prayer to God. And I think it's a, a powerful prayer for each of us to make our own, you know. You know, many of us could pray this prayer, you know, how she says here, it says, first of all, which I think is important, is she lay prostrate on the ground together with her handmaids from morning until evening and said, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, blessed are you. Help me who am alone and have no help but you, for I am taking my life in my hands. As a child, I used to hear from the books of my forefathers that you, O Lord, always free those who are pleasing to you. Now help me, who am alone and have no one but you, O Lord my God. That prayer has a lot in it. And I'd encourage you to take this prayer and make it your own. Make this prayer, which is a, a prayer of Esther, but it's a prayer that each of us are, are, are called to make our own and pray. Because if you read this prayer, it's saying here, you know, first of all, she lay prostrate on the ground. Basically, that's a sign of I'm laying my life down. You know, I'm giving my life up to you. And she is doing that. And she's acknowledging that God is God and she's not. And this is the first step to any healthy prayer life that I'm powerless. I'm in a position as a creature of being powerless, of being weak, of being without the grace that I need right now to, to get through whatever it is. And so, as she's saying here, she's acknowledging first that she's powerless, that she's a creature of God, and then she's doing that by laying down in the presence of God. And then it says she's acknowledging who God is. You are the God of Abraham. You are the God of Isaac. You're the God of Jacob. Blessed are you. So this can be a model for our, our prayer lives. First, we humble ourselves and we acknowledge that God is God and that we are not. And we come to this realization that we need help. And this, it's humility. So it's being humble. That's the first step to a healthy prayer life, humility. And then out of that humility should come a boasting in the Lord. You know, 
God of Abraham, you are the God of Isaac, you are the God of Jacob. Blessed are you. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We give you glory. You start offering praise, acknowledging him, who he is, because he's the source and he's the strength and he's the power. But you can't do that unless you do the first step, which is to realize that we're powerless, that we need help. So this prayer of hers has these two beginning steps of prayer that I think all of our prayer should in some sense take is humility, how we approach God, and then the acknowledgement of who God is. And then she starts to ask him her, to, 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 to meet her needs. And she says, help me who am alone and have no help but you. And then she goes on as, as it says, you know, now help me who am alone and have no one but you, O Lord my God. So she's really, she's really calling out from her heart. This is a prayer of the heart. And as we know, Esther is putting her life on the line, right? Because we know the story of Esther where she's going to go before the king, her husband, and, and basically, you know, ask for his mercy for, for the people, the Jewish people. And she could be killed for that. So she's pleading with God. Now in our gospel, we see Jesus saying, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds and knocks. You know, he, he's just really asking us. Because he's saying, Even those who are evil bless their children and help their children and give to their children. So even in our world, the best dad or the best mom in the whole world aren't even, they are a mere dim shadow of God. The best mom and the best dad and the best marriage, if we could take the best parents and the best married couple and put them up here, they would be simply a mere dim shadow of God. They're more not like God than they are like God. Does that make sense? You know, the best examples that we have, they're more not like God than they are like God. Meaning, God is so far beyond our understanding in goodness and kindness and mercy and compassion in wanting to help and wanting to love and wanting to provide and wanting to give Himself. He's so far beyond the mere images that we have. And he's saying here, to Jesus is saying, you know, evil, evil, those who are evil give good to their children. But even those who are good give good to their children. And God's saying, I'm, I'm way beyond that in the level of goodness. Don't limit my goodness to your experience of how good you've experienced goodness from human beings. Because don't confuse God's goodness with just the mere goodness of humans. Because he's saying, I'm way, way, way beyond that. And so, he doesn't want us to be afraid to ask him. Because he wants to give. You know, he says, how much more will your Heavenly Father give good things to those who ask him? Do to others what you have, would have them do to you. And so, this is just another little chunk of wisdom for us to take is, you know, how do you want others to respond to you when you're in a situation? How do you want others to respond to you? 
If you could put your sho- put yourself in the shoes of an individual, how would you want someone to respond to you? Would you want them to withhold truth, just so it wouldn't make you uncomfortable? Would you want them to be honest with you and tell you the truth? Would you want someone to judge you or condemn you when you make a mistake, or would you want someone to say, "Hey, I forgive you. I'll work with you. I'll help you through this. I know it's wrong, but we'll we'll get through this together. We'll work through this together." See, we know in our hearts how we want to be loved because God made us that way. So that's how we need to give love to our brothers and sisters. And the Lord's saying, you ask me for goodness, so as you let me be goodness to you, to that degree you'll be able to be good toward others. So knock and ask that you can receive. Well, again, if, 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 if we limit God goodness in our lives, we're going to limit the goodness we give to our brothers and sisters. You can't separate that. So as we let God be good to us, to that degree, we're going to be good to our brothers and sisters. So ask Him for His goodness to flow into you, especially at Holy Communion. You know, at Holy Communion, when the true living presence of Jesus is in you, graces are being unleashed totally. Oceans of grace are being released. Now, in the, in the diary of Sister Faustina, you know, Jesus says in there that there are souls that receive communion and graces flow off of them like water flows off a rock because they're not disposed to the grace that comes from Holy Communion. So when you come up to communion, ask Jesus that you can be like a sponge, not a rock. Because when you're like a sponge, the goodness of God soaks your humanity and saturates your humanity. Just like a sponge in a bucket of water. Use that image at communion today. Being dunked in the love and goodness of God. And you go out into the world and let others, when others squeeze you, you just ooze God's love and grace all over them. And they start to experience the goodness of God. And then we can all say, it's no longer I who live, it's Christ who lives in me. So, this asking and receiving has a lot to do with allowing heaven to flow through us into the world. And we are the body of Christ. And Jesus is goodness. He is God. And we want to give Him to everyone we meet. So Lord, on this day, as our psalm says, Lord, on the day I called for help, You answered me. Il Signore è mia luce e mia salvezza. Di chi avrò paura? Il Signore è difesa della mia vita. Di chi avrò timore? Ascolta, Signore, la mia voce. Io grido, abbi pietà di me, rispondimi. Di te ha detto il mio cuore, cercate il suo volto. 
il tuo volto, Signore, io cercherò. Non nascondermi il tuo volto, non respingere con ira il tuo servo. Sono certo di contemplare la bontà del Signore nella terra dei viventi. Spera nel Signore, sii forte, si rinfranchi il tuo cuore e spera nel Signore. Sì, spera nel Signore.